with Chris Wilder, you know, they're taking a punt on the guy. But if they want to stay in the league, you all know what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wilder's yeah. to the curb. And then it's Pulis or Allardyce. No fuss, yeah. no bother, no complaints. <laughs> Get Big Sam in. He'll put six at the back and play long ball football. And that's all you need. <laughs> it's, it's a done deal. Okay. You want a Premier League football, you're getting it, all right? You're not going to be beating the Man Cities and the Liverpools, but you're going to be there, yeah? You, you'll you be pretty strong at home. People won't want to play you when they come to um, Bramall Lane. You know, they're, they're not going to want it. They know they're going to get kicked pillar to post, and you, you'll pick up all your points at home. Yeah, just live with it, all yeah. right? Because you're not getting the title-winning manager. You're not getting the Champions League place-winning manager. And if you're lucky, after three or four seasons, you might get the kind of manager who will keep you in the league comfortably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, one step at a time. OK. One Definitely, step at man. A time. Know your level. Know your level. <laughs> know, your, know your level. <laughs> You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to FPL Bros. We are up to episode 38. And yeah, this is just a bite-sized episode this week because, you know, it's running up to Christmas and life is just mad hectic. And so it's just your boy, Coach, a.k.a. the Black David Mitchell and Jamie. <laughs> I've never heard the a.k.a. before. I like it. <laughs> And it's the JV. Okay then. So yeah, uh, I suppose uh, we start with a pretty sort of underwhelming game week eleven, at least it was for me. Yeah, so I, I managed sixty seven points, which was only five above the average. Uh, so I, I got a, a red arrow mostly and uh, and now I'm I'm sitting at my overall rank is about three hundred and sixty K. And yeah, I think where I, I went wrong, I mean, I had Kevin De Bruyne, who I captained, and I had Salah, and I had Bamford at Calvert Union. Uh, but I think where I went wrong is that I brought in Jesus because I thought, well, you know, he's the only striker at Man City. And if Man City are going to go nuts, he's bound to go nuts along with them. So it was a bit of a gamble, uh, which didn't really pay off last week, but I'm hoping it's going to pay off in the next couple of weeks. Um, so that's me. And uh, how do you do? Well, similarly to you, I got 58. So, yeah, not 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 great at all. I got below the average points this week, which is quite sad. I think this might be one of my first weeks where I was below the average to be honest. I've, yeah. I've been I've been I've been I've been coasting just above just above and now now I'm now I'm under. So, I'm seeing red arrows this week all over. What can I say? Zuma did well for me. Salah did well for me and Calvert-Lewin did well of course. And then um we had, and then I had Robertson and Fernandez. I took a hit with Martinez. I kept him in goal, even though like we knew that he wasn't going to be playing this week. I just yeah, there was not here, much I could so, do. Yeah, there was not much I can do. I brought in what's his name? I brought in Bednarek from Southampton. I thought, oh maybe they'll maybe they'll bring a clean sheet. I brought him in exchange for I can't remember who. I think I had oh right. So my swaps were I had Nico Williams. And I changed him out for Ben Narek and I had already three Liverpool players. So I had to swap around another one because I wanted to bring Jota in. So Nico Williams dropped out for bring Jota in and then Ben Narek to cover Nico Williams in the in that place. It was a bit of a swapsy, but 
I did it to try and get Jotter in and all of that work for him to get me one point. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. <laughs> smack in the face. I but think hey. it was. Look, we nobody expected that. He's been on a mad, mad run. Yeah. Yeah, he, to, for him to get rested on. I suppose Klopp probably thought Wolves would be a difficult game. Yeah. Um, but even then, you know, he's, he's, a, he's an established player. He's an established Premier League player. But exactly. yeah, anyway... We will lick our wounds and go onwards and upwards now. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. So uh, I think the first thing to tackle really is that uh, they've announced that West Ham's game about against West Brom will be moved from game week 18 and will be played in game week 19. For those of you who prefer dates, so... The game is going to be moved away from the fixtures on Tuesday and Wednesday, Tuesday, 12th January and Wednesday, 13th of January. And it will be moved to the fixtures starting 16th of January. Uh, And I think this is to do with the FA Cup. Mm -hmm. So people are getting excited about what they're going to do, stocking up on West Ham players. Um, I don't think anyone's going to stock up on West West Brom players somehow. But um, you know that that that's the excitement the uh, that's the buzz uh, i should say um i mean the, the the news was announced fairly recently i don't suppose you've given it any thoughts do you do you see yourself bringing in west ham players because as you, you may be aware a double game week just means that they play twice in a game week which means potentially every west ham player you have will play twice and potentially get double scores well yeah the other you get single scores yeah so you know yeah i've got got you i got you i don't know i don't know like unless like for me i don't like maybe maybe it's just me like maybe i might use a free hit i might consider a free hit if i'm going to do something like that but if i haven't got a west ham player originally i'm not going to bring them in just for that like i don't know unless unless i can unless like around that time someone in west ham is on crazy form and it's just like all right he's going to be He's definitely going to be playing both games because sometimes managers also like to do a bit of rotation when they've got two games. They might exactly. rotate out for the for the West Brom game and then what? Exactly, exactly. I've swapped, I've swapped out I've swapped out a surefire points for someone who I thought might play twice and maybe just get you know, and he might not even play. You just you literally just no. don't know. It's a tough one. People people forget that all the time, especially with the all the managers who've been moaning about the fixture pileup. Mm. you've got to be careful with these double game weeks because of course. a lot of times they, they, the players don't actually play twice. I mean, generally speaking, defenders and goalkeepers will play twice, right? But yeah, with the rest of them, you just don't know. And especially if the games are going to be like two days apart, yeah. you, know, you might even look at, they might just, you know, just rotate the, that whole mess. So I think, yeah, it's a watch, watch and wait, wait and see mm. sort of thing. But like I said, I think I'll be, I think I'll be saving my, my, um, my free hit because, and also if I'm considering it, that's just the first double game week to be announced because some other, some of the other bigger teams have still got games in hand as well. Exactly. So like, so like maybe even I might not even use my free hit. I might just coast and just let everybody else do what they're doing and just see what happens or hold out for like a the Man City game in hand. I think they've got one and United also have one, right? Uh, yeah, United, Man City and uh, <laughs> Western Villa, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. And Burnley, which probably people are not going to be too worried about. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah so, so that's something to consider. 
those, no, those, those are the bigger guys that you might want to look out for. You're, you're the likes of Fernandez, you're like so. But then also with bigger teams, bigger squads, bigger rotation. You just, True. it's just, there's so many angles to look at. <laughs> True. Um, one thing I would say though, I mean, obviously the the amount of days they have in between the games is a big factor. But what you've got to remember is that sometimes some teams just can't do without their big hitters. Mm. Even if they get rested for a game, sometimes mm. they come on for like maybe the last half, the second half, or even like the last half an hour, and they can still do damage. Yeah. I'll never forget the time Salah came on, I think it was a couple of seasons ago. Salah didn't start a game, and he came on on maybe the 50th and 60th minute, and he scored two goals. Yeah. You know, that's like just... mad points. I know. So it's always something to look out uh, with. And let's face it it, 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 it seems to me that with Manchester United, they can try and do without their big players, but it just... This is painful, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, no, it is. is. As I said, look, I promise you a whole match rest, but it's only going to be half a match. Yeah, get your shin pads on. (laughs) (laughs) We need that penalty. Just just get on there. Stop complaining, you know. So, yeah, very good points. Very good points. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. Also, very briefly, what I mentioned, very briefly, sorry, I should say, uh, what I briefly mentioned in the chat was that it looks like the coming back again to the topic of big teams and big hitters it looks like most of the big teams big hitters are firing um over the weekend we saw son and kane get points uh, we saw fernandez get points we got salah get points and we saw kdb gets points so when we're looking at liverpool man united man city and chelsea i mean Werner got like an assist but he still he, he's dangerous Looking at the teams on the whole, they seem to be defending better as well. And what what of the big team, big hitters tempt you? You know, bearing in mind that they tend to be the most expensive players, so it's not always easy to get them in, and it may mean that you have to cut corners elsewhere in your team. Of course, um, I think I don't know if you. Well, I'm looking for me personally. I like the I like the idea of Salah. I feel mm-hmm. like Mane hasn't been as prolific. Mm-hmm. It seems like I don't know what's is I don't know what's going on there. But Salah definitely, I I I think we spoke last week last week about my feelings on De Bruyne. So I don't know. I mean, like I always I don't I, like it's just maybe it's something innate inside me that I'm just like oh no not De Bruyne. Well, to be fair, he got a penalty, didn't he? Yeah. You know? Now that's like it's a gimme, really. It's not of like course. he scored a thirty-yard screamer. Or, anything like that if yeah. there's a penalty to be taken at Man City he's going to take it so mm. he can even if he plays really badly and they get a penalty he's getting points that's mm. the thing exactly 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 so yeah so I think Salah for me is 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 the is, is would be my big hitter pick for Liverpool um I think Kane is very much made himself a must-have I just it seems like obviously as much as I hate to say it like he's a Spurs guy, but it seems like he's he's becoming more and more a must have. Like he's entering as we spoke about like Tottenham's tough fixtures, but goal and assist at the weekend and it, it looked like they didn't even come out of third gear. <laughs> so, you know, like he seems like he seems like he's gonna be performing. For me, if I was gonna go if I'm looking at uh, Man United, I would say Fernandez would be my big hitter there. That would be my pick. And um hmm, am I missing anybody else? Chelsea. Mm. Oh, Chelsea. <laughs> like, I just don't know with Chelsea. I just don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't even. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head to be honest with you. At the moment, I'm loving Zuma in defence. Yeah. Top, top guy. Like clean He's sheets delivering. and goals. He is he, delivering he, big. Yeah. 
for me at the moment. And 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 it's almost as if they're aiming for him at the corners. I'm gonna yeah. have to start looking at that, you know, because I with the centre backs, generally speaking, you'd be lucky if they get more than six or seven goals a season. Mm-hmm. But he's already he's on four, and there yeah. isn't any reason why he can't get any more. No, no. And they that and with their set pieces, they don't mess about. Like they've no. got they've got people who can really put it on a plate for anybody who's got a good header in the box. So yeah. So yeah, so I don't. Well, obviously, he's not your big hitter, but like at least for Chelsea, those that's the guy that I'm really looking at. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. I don't, I don't know with Chelsea because, like, I still don't. Like, of course, they're doing well. They're winning games. They're keeping clean. They're getting clean sheets and whatnot. But I still, I like maybe I don't watch it or maybe I'm just oblivious. But like, I just don't see. Like someone coming, like re- re- rising to the top, saying, "Yeah, this is my spot. I'm the goal scorer in this team. That's what's happening." Do you know what I mean? Like with other well, teams, I feel like there's always there's more of an outstanding guy at the front, at the top. See, Frank Frank has got that problem now, where he's got a whole load of good players and he can't play them all. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to keep them happy, and like I think he's just got to bite the bullet, frankly. Yeah. But then I would say that because I'm playing fantasy football and I want to be able to predict his lineup. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he might not do it for a while. He just might. Right. He's, he's like turned in, turning into Pep Light with the old Literally. rotation. You've got to be careful, man. That's, but have, there's one. There's one thing in common. Too much money. That's what happens. Too much money. You have got too much exactly. choice. You don't know what to pick. Exactly. That's the thing. That's, that's how. That's how it gets you. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Too much money. Because no, last year, last season, I would have said Pulisic, no problem. Pulisic, and then maybe Tammy Abraham in the first half of the season, because they, those were the guys. They were, they were the guys who were, who were looking hungry, who were doing damage. They were getting assists, goals, whatever else. Now it's just you brought in, you brought in what's his name, Ziyech. You brought in Havertz. You brought in Werner. Mount is like golden boy. Like where, where do we go? So I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't put my, I couldn't put my, like I, I think, I think maybe later half of the season, maybe when Werner's settled in a bit more. Like it's not like he's not producing. It's just that he's not producing to the level where his price price bracket like absolutely. Reflects. And the thing is, he's getting in good positions. He's taking mm-hmm. enough shots and all the rest of it. But I can't help feeling he's a little bit unsettled because it's like today, am I going to be centre forward or am I going yeah. to be outside right again? Yeah. Not that it really bothers him because he score plenty of goals as an outside right when he was yeah. at Leipzig. But still. Do you, do you know what I mean? No, it's, just, it's a he's lack a, of clear instruction. You're right. It's a lack of yeah. clear instruction. He's in a new team. He's got new teammates. Still needs to get used to them. And, and, and as you said, Kovacic played a lot last season. Now he's kicking his heels. He must be screwing. And yeah. then Jorginho as well. Again, he must be screwing. Uh-huh. And then you've still got Callum Hudson-Odoi, who's absolutely blazing in Europe. He must start to think, I deserve to play in the Premier League now. Yeah. Because if I don't, Bayern are going to come get me. Yeah, ain't no thing. Literally, I didn't. I don't understand what they're doing there. He's a he's a top top player. Like I literally don't understand what they're doing. It's mental. And then Tammy Abraham. I was convinced that his he you know he had his his that that striker spot was his to lose. And all of a sudden, Giroud. I mean, fine, Giroud scoring goals, but you've got to pick somebody and stick with them. All right, mm-hmm. you can't. Just keep playing Giroud because you want to keep him happy. Because at the same time, you're making Abraham unhappy and potentially Werner unhappy and Pulisic unhappy. Because if Werner plays outside right, he's got nowhere in the, to go in the team. Yeah. So it's just anyway. We could talk all night about this. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I, I, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm not going to add to the players you just mentioned because I think that's pretty standard. But um, 
uh, I just wanted to point out that the big teams, their defences also seem like they're playing pretty well. Man City is starting to keep clean sheets. Liverpool potentially could start to keep clean sheets again because they've done it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, it doesn't really look like they're missing Virgil van Dijk all that much. I mean, no. let's be fair, he was on the pitch when they conceded seven goals against Aston Villa. So I don't see what the big deal is. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and and so, so, you know, with Man City, if you want to defend him, maybe Ruben Diaz, because he gets, seems, seems like he gets to play every week. Uh, mm-hmm. You can never tell with the rest of them. With Liverpool, it's it's the usual suspects: Robertson and Trent, who's coming back. And Trent already looks like he never went away. You know, he nearly got an assist at the weekend, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Except the ball bounced off uh, Mane, and it, it went in off um, that guy uh, Samedo. So I say the big teams looking like they're getting clean sheets, and it might be worth paying that little bit extra for their defenders, yeah. even though if they because six. Six points a week is still better than two or one. You know, that's what you get what you pay for. Um, Chelsea, I hate to say it, but it looks like they can defend as well. Um, and we all know who to go for there. You've got Zuma, you've got Chilwell, and you've got Reese James, who has seems to displace Azpilicueta. I never saw that coming either. I never saw that coming. But his crossing's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and it's Frank Lampard after all. I don't think he really needs his defenders to defend. As Pulicueta was a proper defender, but <laughs> James just crosses the ball. He seems happy with that. And then, dare I say it, Spurs are looking like they've got that Mourinho tightness on lock now. And yeah. their defenders look like they could keep clean sheets as well. I mean, with Aurier and Doherty, you never really know what's going to happen. But Regulion looks OK. I think he's started quite a few games. And then Eric Dyer, my bet noir, um, I think he's the cheapest of the lot. And he must have maybe worth a look. Uh, so, so yeah, I think the, the premium defenders, the, the big team defenders, although six points might not justify their price, it's better than having a 4.5 million defender who's not getting six points. Definitely. You know? Yeah, Definitely. I think. So that's that's my view on that. You're all, about to witness a monumental all right, then. Do you want to have a stab at uh, doing the predictions for game week 12? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. so yeah, we're keeping it simple, we're keeping it moving, and I don't okay, mind as long as I don't have to. I don't have to predict Arsenal. That's fine by me. <laughs> oh, all right then. Well, well, I'll do it, and you jump in whenever you feel ready. Thank you. Right. <laughs> okay. All right then. We'll we'll start with the big one, which is the the Manchester derby. Yeah. Uh, also on Saturday at Old Trafford. Mm-hmm. How do you see that one going? It's just classic Ole roller coaster. He's gonna win. That's it. Wow. That's it. He's gonna win. He is. It's like like I, I know this sounds crazy. If mm-hmm. I was good, if I like Ole at Old Trafford, Man City, he's gonna win. Especially after after coming off a horrible loss, he's gonna win. He's got it. It's what he does. It's what he does best. It is. It, 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 it just seems to be the Ole way, doesn't it? Yeah. And, I mean. <laughs> The thing is, I don't want to overthink it, but um, I think you, you you may well be right. Me personally, I'm I'm going to play it safe, and I'm just going to say, oh wow, well, Man City look like they're back. Uh, uh, do you know something? I think mm-hmm. Torres scored for them today in Europe, and yeah. it's possible that um, Pep might start to see him as a striker because you know, he's quite happy to play him there in in Europe. Although the the quality is is, is arguably lower, 
So, I mean, that's something to look out for because, because yeah, they don't really have a striker at the moment. I mean, Jesus, you know, he's, he's not really a 20 goal a season man. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But he does all that running and pressing that Pep seems to like so much. So I, even though Man City look like they're back and I would say that they should, they should win because the Man City, you just, you're right. You can never tell with Man United. And it's the sort of game where they would win because Every every time Ole looks like he's he's being pushed towards the door, he just sidesteps it, doesn't he, with a win from yeah. nowhere. Always, <laughs> always. I was talking to a Man United fan about it earlier, and I was yeah. just like, like, what is going on here? And I said to him, it's funny because because you guys worked so hard to get in. <laughs> like <laughs> you worked so hard to get in last season. Towards the end, it was like they were pushing. They had a great they had a great run of games, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and then it was just like, and we're out again. See you in mm. Europa League. Yeah, yeah, that that. I mean, who beats PSG uh, in 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 Paris and still gets knocked out into the Europa League? Who does that? Mm. Anyway, that's that's like that's a debate for the message balls right there. I mean, knowing Man United, they'll be three 0 down at half time and then they'll come back and win it five three or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll be sick to my stomach. That's football. All right then, Everton versus Chelsea. Oh, that's a. I think that's a tough fixture, you know. Mm-hmm. Everton at home mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. Mm. In terms of in terms of form, I'll give it Chelsea, but I just don't. I don't think Ancelotti's gonna just gonna take it lying down against his form his former side. So I don't know. Yeah, I have to say I'm a little bit worried for Ancelotti because he really shouldn't be losing this game. No. And but yeah, in terms of form, it's all Chelsea. Everton don't have. Seamus Coleman, they don't have Luca Dean, and uh, I think it, it takes a lot away from them. N- not necessarily defending wise, but if you're going to beat Chelsea, you've got to score more goals than them. Mm-hmm. And Rodriguez can't be supplying all the assists and the creativity all on his own. And Iwobi, you know, he does all the right stuff apart from, from, from when he has to find somebody with a cross. And then Man- it just all that running is for nothing. This is this is what uh, this is literally the reason why we sold him. He he no, gets I, himself I, in the most amazing position. And it's like all right, all right, look, just 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 do a half decent shot towards goal, okay, <laughs> or pass it to the guy who can do that. Just one or the other. That's all we want. Corner flag. You, you know what? Ancelotti <laughs> should say to him. He says, look, when you're in the position and you want to shoot, cross it because then it'll be a shot. And if you want to have a shot. <laughs> If you want to cross it, shoot, because then it'll be a cross. That's what you need to do. Because when you try one, it just ends up being the other. So just just switch it around, you'll be fine. Uh, definitely, I yeah. see. I see what you mean. That's that was the <laughs> issue we had with him at Arsenal. That's why he was so frustrating. He was so frustrating. Horrible decision making, or just yeah, compo- or just like execution. I don't know. And they so, really seem to have anybody else. No. So yeah. I mean, I'm look. I'm gonna chance it. I'm gonna say. I think. I think, I mean, Everton are going to score. I think Everton are going to score just because Calvert-Lewin's going to get his name in the score sheet. I don't think, I feel I feel like Calvert-Lewin, like, if, 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 if there was a time to, like, step up, if there was any doubters, it'll be, it'll be nice to score against the Chelsea side who have been doing really well at keeping clean sheets. And he, he's, he's the kind of guy who would love to do that. So I think Everton are going to score. But then it just depends on Chelsea's response or how Chelsea get back from that score because it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but it, it's looking like a Chelsea win then. But um, I don't you know, want it. <laughs> have to do something special. Yeah, it's it's so, it's so depressing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We've got two predictions already, and it's a real downer. You're all about to witness a monumental throwdown. 
Anyway, Crystal Palace versus Spurs on Sunday. My home team's going to do it for me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You'll I think Spurs are winning. Glad all over you. Glad all over. Glad all over. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. Eagles. Eagles. Nah, I, think, I think Spurs are going to win. I, actually, I mean, I say it off chance just because of their crazy form right now. And it seems like Mourinho's figured it out. But, but Palace at Selhurst Park is a tough fixture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and they're letting fans back in again, aren't exactly. they? Exactly. And Selhurst Park's going to be rocking. Sunday <laughs> afternoon, the guys are going to be drunk. They're going to be ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. They've been in, in that pub on the corner. What's it called again? The one with the, the red and I see it every time I'm on the I'm on the 75. Never mind. Yeah, I do think it's going to be a Spurs win as well because um, Palace may have won five one, but that was a ten man West Brom. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Of course. When Christian Benteke is getting two goals, you know it's a freak result, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, although I don't want to be down on the guy because he had the world at his feet and I just don't know what happened. I think Liverpool used him wrong. Personally. I had such high hopes for that guy, man. I thought yeah. he was going to be a world beater. I really, do. I know it sounds crazy in hindsight <laughs> saying that. Yeah, there the was time. a time, kids. I'm old enough to remember when, when Benteke was, you know, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Spurs are just doing it. They, they know how to do it. It's like, they're just too efficient, aren't they? they Imagine are. only having 30% possession and still winning 2-0. And yeah. like, not, they didn't even look worried when Arsenal had the ball, did they? No, the thing, they man. Just kind of sitting, standing there, just chilling. I could write they? a book like, about that go game, go honestly. On, go and have a shot. In fact, I won't even stand in your way. Go on, go past me, go. Go, the goal's right there, go on. There's Lloris, go on, have a, have a, have a shot, pal. Have a, have a dip, son. No. Yeah. Okay. I think, uh, I think it's right. going to be a tough one. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think, I don't know, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be as easy as it looked against Arsenal. Tell us if they give them a tougher game because they're going to yeah. be a lot more organised. True. But I, I think when, on paper, Spurs players just generally are better than, than Palace ones. Mm. Uh, do you know something? Zaha obviously just came back from COVID, um, and so did Salah, and it's just given them superhuman powers, hasn't it? It's weird. Mm. Like Zaha should not be getting an 18 pointer after COVID, should he? Crazy. I think think they're just really hungry. Like they're hungry to hit the ground running when it happens. Yeah. Uh, All I can say is, God damn. Mm -hmm. Right then, Fulham versus Liverpool. Liverpool win. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much much more to say about it, unless there's like a bark, like a bonkers upset, Liverpool win. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna just tear him to pieces, frankly. Mm-hmm. Again, Sana looks like he's on a mission. He scored again tonight. Like mm-hmm. he's just like he's just like you know what's all this talk? All this talk about Harry Kane and, and KDB. I'm still here. I'm still the king. Watch exactly. Me. Yeah. No, he's not having it at all. So yeah, I, I think it's uh, going to be a massacre, frankly. Or oh, you're you're right, something crazy might happen, but nah. Other than that, I think uh, the, the script is going to get followed. Okay, well here we are, um, Arsenal versus Burnley, and uh, I don't know. T- tell me, what's the story with Party? Is he out again now? He's out again. Arteta rushed him back, to be honest. Like he came yeah. back in, and he and he was he was done. Like that was it. Like you. In, initially in the game, he didn't look he didn't look done. And then, well, yeah, after halftime, leading up to halftime, he just looked he just said, look, it's not happening for me. And then he then he ended up just kind of essentially he tried to walk off the pitch like I'm done, I'm injured. 
Arteta was pushing him back on the pitch because that was when Tottenham were breaking for the second goal. <laughs> yes, I saw that. It's like he was walking up. He's <laughs> like turning around. It's like, well, what, what can I, what can I do? And he did a little jog, and it was so sad because by, by that time the ball was practically in the net. I felt really sorry for him. To Man, be it's sad. It's because the thing is, what what happened was, it seemed, well, at least what I've heard from like the numerous sources that I listen to and read about and whatever else, he he's already signaled to the bench that look, I need to come off. I can't be yeah. playing at the minute. And then Arsenal broken for an attack. He thinks, all right, this would be a good, great point to just walk off because, like, I can barely stand at the moment. Like, I think his leg was really hurting him. So he's walked off. Bellerin's lost the ball. Before you know it, Spurs are on the attack. Arteta's seen all this and pushed it back on the pitch. And then the ball's in the net by by Harry Kane. So it's just like, oh, well, what can you do? (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you you wonder what these people get paid for because the answer seems so obvious, doesn't it? But um, Stand still. (laughs) Yeah, they they, they still make... All those thousands of pounds every week and they're still making bad decisions. Yeah. It's tragic. Um, I don't know. It's it's just so difficult because Arsenal really don't look like they're scoring. I mean, Burnley are not a massive possession team and they're not really known as out-and-out attackers. Arsenal's still at home. It's still the Emirates. They're still going to have fans there. So maybe a maybe a draw, possibly even a, school, uh, a, a goalless draw. I mean, Arsenal may shot me and get a goal somehow, but I, I'm, I'm not really sure no. to see where that's going to come from. Let me have a think. I don't know. See, that's the thing. Maybe William will do something. He's a streaky player. Chelsea fans were saying it the whole time. His last yeah. streak was his last streak was 2013, mate. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> done with this guy. He's been bummed. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So uh, I don't know if you want to weigh in there at all. Look, just because I'm a gooner, I'm going to say Arsenal are going to win. <laughs> and enough. maybe I'm a stupid, but like, like I don't know. If we if we lose more games, like it's going to get really bad for Arteta. Like really yes, bad. Like, like we we can't lose against Burnley. No, you can't. We can't. They're on minus 13 goal difference. OK, I mean, we're we're, we're on minus four. So we're not much better, but they're on minus 13. Like we yeah. can't. They've won one game. It's not. It's not okay. No, I mean the, the, that's. I think that's the only positive there. That Burnley don't really score goals, mm. and they're less likely to do it away from home. Our team. I mean, I'm pretty certain when I watch the game, you know, that you know some of the crappy stats they like to come out with. So I'm pretty certain somebody's going to say something along the lines of, "And the last time Burnley beat Arsenal was in 1938. They've not yeah. won in." Yeah, they always say that, don't they? Right. It's like, yeah, but they've not been in the same league for like 40 mm. seasons. So what kind of stat is that? But, um, yeah. the, 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 but Arsenal <laughs> loves it, though. This will be this will be the one. Chris Wood comes out, gets a hat trick or something, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be it. Yeah, this, is, this is the first time since 1862 that Burnley yeah. has scored a hat trick against Arsenal. <laughs> All right, then. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. Well, let's move on to player picks if you've got any. Uh, Let me know. Mm, Let me have a think. You go first. Okay, then. Yeah, I mean, last week I said Fabio Silva at Wolves, but I got that completely wrong. I don't think Nuno Espirito Santos is interested in playing him at at all. He he seems quite happy to let Traore, Pedence and and Neto do the attacking for him. So I got that wrong. That one wrong. But who, oh gosh, I did have someone. Yes, um, Rafinha. 
at uh, Leeds. It looks like he cemented his place in the team. And again, he's one of those players who just seem to be like in the thick of it. You know, if Leeds are going to do anything, it's usually going to involve him, involve him. And I think he looks dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so but just check real quick how much you can buy him for, because he could save you a bit of cash to spend elsewhere in your squad. Rafinha costs 5.4. Yeah. So he's a steal, basically. Mm. Uh, he does yeah, like to I mean, just. He loves like to just shoot. I've seen that like, he's he's a shot happy guy, and usually that kind of that that sometimes leads to goals. So <laughs> I think Bielsa is keen on him. You must have brought him in for a reason. Mm-hmm. And again, you get what you pay for. For five point four, you know he's not going to be getting you points every week. He might not get you points even every other week. But you know, again, you spend money in the rest of your squad, and then when he does yeah. pop up and assist a goal, you think, oh, lovely. So, yeah, that's my pick, Rafinha from Leeds. Uh, okay. You got, you got anyone? Yeah, so I went for I went for Ward-Prowse last weekend, mm. and uh, he got an assist, which wasn't bad. Mm. But I think he's just someone to look at for 6.2 million. He seems like he treats his free kicks like they're penalties. So, <laughs> and they seem to be getting a heck of a lot of free kicks at the moment. Yeah. So that was, that was my pick for last week, and, um, yeah, he returned. Uh, looking this week, I'm thinking bring back Ings. Oh yeah, Danny Ings is back. Just before, as before, he was do, he was he was he was storming. He was go, taking the uh, fantasy Premier League by storm. Everybody had him in his team. Now he dropped out, and meh, people aren't bringing him back in just as fast. But against Sheffield this weekend, yeah. And so um, Sheffield, as we know, are very much at the bottom of the table with one point to their name. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's not happening for them, is it? Really? No, no, that's it. Uh, I mean, look, like if there was a way that they could just like. Fast forward, or just at January, just say, look, guys, it's not happening for us. We're done. <laughs> we don't want to, we're not going to play anymore. We're going to put all our, yeah, our yeah. team on furlough and we'll just, yeah. just win the championship <laughs> next season. That, that's right. You know, yeah. So a start, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing is, it's, it's the same old story where the, the, the manager's been, you know, rocking up and saying, oh, well, we were really unlucky and all the rest of it. <laughs> the problem is you've, you've let the rot set in for too long. And what happens is that the players just, like you said, the players, the, the morale dips and like for want of a better phrase i don't think they can really be anymore or even if they can be it's going to stop pretty quickly because you, you if you keep busting the gut and you're still getting no points then all it takes is for one goal to go in and they, they just you know the, the shoulders drop and that that's it i've seen it happen to so many teams when they get rele- when they're on the way to relegation Derby County famously got relegated and they only managed 11 points all season. Sunderland mm. were almost as bad. I think they only managed like 13 points. And you see it, you know, even when they try really hard, they still lose. And so they just start thinking, what's the point? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? They might sack Chris Wilder and get somebody in. Sometimes that works, but they all love him up there. You yeah, know, get so... Big Sam in to steady the ship. <laughs> well, they all know that's the answer. But are they brave enough to make that move? Are they? That's the question. I don't know why people are embarrassed. He does it every he does it every other season. Get big Sam, I mean, he will steady the ship, coasted to the forty point threshold. (laughs) This is the thing, right? I just want to get this out here. There are some managers who win you titles, but there's very, very few of them. And if you can't get one, you're not winning the titles. As simple as that. Mm. There's some managers who will keep you ticking over nicely and get you Champions League football or thereabouts. But that is all that they're good for. Solskjaer and Lampard are 
pick you, right? Then there's some managers who can keep your team in the league, but you can't ask any more than than that. And there's some Mm. managers who will take an awful team and keep them up. Yeah, again, Tony Pulis, Sam Allardyce, you know what you're getting with those guys. And there's some managers who just get your team relegated. Um, Neil Warnock's one. Uh, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, but that's the point I'm making. Okay, so you you can't you shouldn't hope for things. You shouldn't have high expectations that are too high. Okay, you've yeah. got to assess the manager and know what you're getting, and then go in with your eyes open. Of course, right? you're not <laughs> competing for the Klops and the Ancelotti. You're competing for the Big Sam or or, or well, if you, if you want to go down, apparently Neil Warnock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, don't overcomplicate it here, guys. It's mm-hmm. simple, simple stuff. Yeah, 22 men and a ball, it's simple stuff. All right, then. Well, uh, thanks for uh, making it tonight. I know there was just two of us, but um, I think uh, we've put out um, a pretty decent episode. There's plenty of people to digest there with the double game weeks and you know, and hopefully they'll get some useful stuff out of our analysis mm-hmm. of the, the big teams and the, the fixtures and also our payers picks. Again, if you're listening on YouTube, go over to subscribe. You've clicked it, clicked it, good. Go over to the little thumbs up, click it. You clicked it, good. Good, <laughs> good, good, good. You like us, show us it. There we go. Very simple. But yeah, all that's left for me to say now is just goodbye. And goodbye from me. And green hours all rhyme. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye.